0: We start wearing Kevlar. They buy armor-piercing rounds.
1: Man. And you're wearing a mask. Jumping off rooftops. I take this guy. Arm robbery, double
0: homicide. Got a taste for the theatrical, like you. Leaves a calling card.
1: Give me one reason why I shouldn't have my boy here pull your head off. How about a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil
0: disappear. Ta-da! It's... It's gone. Leave
1: us. No, you stay here. I'm in charge. Do you feel in charge? This gives you
0: power over me? What is
1: this?
0: Your money and infrastructure have been important. Till now.
1: What i have Gotham's reckoning. Here to end the bold time you've all been living on. Before we get started,
0: does anyone want to get out? I'm Batman. That's no moon. You gotta see this. With your host, Dan Mackles. I have a plan. And the very talented
1: Miss... I It if I got out and pushed.
0: Now, let's start the show, shall we?
1: gotta so this grid is live. Initiate light cycle pattern. Welcome back to You Gotta See This. Hey, how's it going? Hello, how are you, Dan? I'm doing well. So this is Dan and Carolina. Speaking about movies. This
0: This, this is You Gotta See This. And I was going to say, if you've just stumbled across our podcast right now, Carolina, what's the deal? Like, what's this podcast about?
1: This podcast is about two friends that love movies that um, love to speak about movies, that found Mm -hmm. out that some of us love certain movies that the other hasn't seen. And we've had that reaction often of, you haven't seen this one? You have to see this one. And we make each other watch movies that we think the other should watch. And then we talk about them.
0: Yeah, again, just mentioning bonding over movies and having that sort of epiphany of, my God! You like we need to expose each other to certain movies, and as we started doing it, we we're like, "Hey, why not do a podcast? Because a movie podcast is fresh,
1: right? No one does this." We found out ourselves talking about the movies that we make each other watch, and uh, way too much. And we decided, "Hey, if we could record what we do normally, this would be a yeah." Something it's fu- that-
0: it's funny though. Like we we actually have gotten to the point where we'll watch a movie and we'll start talking about it. it's like ah.
1: Ah, let's, let's not.
0: Let's save it for the show. Yep. Save it for the show.
1: So welcome to the show.
0: Now, what What are we doing today?
1: So today you picked uh, not one, but three movies.
0: Well, I, I, I did it because our last one was Tron. Tron? And uh, again, I had s- seen neither one of them. And you're like, well, I really think you need to see Tron Legacy, but in order to do that, you got to see Tron, uh, the original. So I made so, you
1: watch two movies, and we, and we did it we an feature. episode with a double feature. And you were like, okay, then my revenge, because this is revenge after now, revenge.
0: F- full disclosure, okay. full disclosure, you had seen The Dark Knight. You had, I had seen, seen it, The Dark Knight, but yes. you'd only seen it once. And we it, we
1: still didn't say, well, it's in the title. Obviously, everyone. Knows oh yes, what we're talking. About. <laughs> We're talking about the Dark Knight trilogy. Exactly, the Dark
0: Knight trilogy, Nolan's
1: trilogy about the Batman.
0: And it 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 is my personal uh, favorite trilogy of of Batman movies. Well, I guess it's the only trilogy because I don't think any other one made it to three. But and
1: your favorite superhero? i I'm,
0: I love Batman. I love Batman so much that uh, I have a uh, several tattoos, all Batman themed.
1: He has a Batman sleeve.
0: Yes. Well, arm half sleeve. <laughs> But I just, I I absolutely love the character. And uh, this this particular iteration of the character really resonated for me. It's one
1: of your favorite movies ever. Absolutely. So
0: when we were talking about Mm -hmm. Batman... Which happens every time. (laughs) uh, You had said that you'd seen The Dark Knight. And I asked you what you thought of the other ones. You had never seen The Dark Knight Rises. And you had never seen Batman Begins. And when you did discuss The Dark Knight, you said, yeah... I appreciate it, but I
1: really didn't connect d- with it. I didn't really connect with it. I didn't really remember it very well. And you were like, okay, why don't we watch the three? Even though I already had watched uh, watch one. But I don't think I watched one, The The Dark Knight, with someone that really appreciated it. So I was like, okay, maybe my experience of it changes when I watch it with you, since you really, really love this movies. So yeah, that's the reason behind watching the three the, the full trilogy and so that's this, why might are we're be, here.
0: A, this might be this might be uh you know a super extended episode because super there's extended. there's why well,
1: <laughs> extended edition because we,
0: we got a lot to cover in three <laughs> movies so we'll see how it goes so we'll start at the start and that's uh, 2005's Batman begins mm-hmm. and it was directed by Christopher Nolan like the other two yeah it, he did all three mm-hmm. and at this point he wasn't the name that he has now become uh he had only really directed two movies of note memento in 2000 which was an interesting film did you ever see it
1: yes memento yeah, yeah
0: i i saw bits and pieces of it but mm-hmm. i i think it fell into the category for me is i think it's too smart for me uh, like I, I can well
1: we'll, we'll yeah maybe. we'll get into that yeah
0: yeah uh hey whoa what does
1: that mean oh right, hold on.
0: <laughs> and the other one was uh 2002's insomnia which was an interesting movie and i think the only reason i watched it is because I, I knew it was shot here locally in uh in, in British Columbia, mm-hmm. I, I think more up towards Whistler, if nice. I'm not mistaken. But I remember it being slow and artsy.
1: Artsy.
0: But, uh, yeah, I, just, yeah just, I, I see what you mean. It was. It was. was yeah, it. It's, yeah. It wasn't my kind of movie, but that doesn't mean it was good or bad. It just. Just. I. I never revisited it. Mm-hmm. But. He finally got around to, I think, what really launched his career, which is is this, Batman Begins. And we'll start with some basics, Mm -hmm. and uh, like the cast.
1: Hit me with the facts.
0: Hit me with the facts, man. Uh, (laughs) All-star cast. Absolutely all-star cast, uh, beginning with Christian Bale. And I remember Christian Bale from uh, a couple of movies, one being American Psycho, Mm -hmm. where I was like, wow like what what a what a i still performance. think
1: he's his best performance no nah,
0: I, I
1: it's, it, it's yep, tough i don't because you're tough.
0: not a huge fan of his nope so i don't know if you've seen all of his other ones uh like uh, I, can't, mm. I can't remember the boxing one but i believe he won an academy award for that insomnia or sorry was it ins? not insomnia the machinist sorry the where machinist. he has insomnia right the This guy is that classic method actor yes. that just in, it embodies a role when he's performing it. I think like very few of today's uh, ilk. But mm-hmm. I remember when he was cast, I, I was sitting in a... Uh, fitting for a tux i was going to be the best man at buddy's wedding and there was like some <laughs> entertainment magazine and i picked it up and i was just like christian bale is batman i like that i could buy him as both characters and i think that's one of the reasons he was cast
1: did you love obviously you loved batman as much as you do now before watching these three movies well i've been a
0: batman fan uh mm-hmm. ever since i was a little guy right oh. and we can touch on that. And, yes, we'll um, talk
1: about the comic books, I, I assume. Yeah, to, and, yeah. but
0: a, a lot of it ties into the 1989 Batman, and we can s- talk mm-hmm. about how the mm-hmm. franchise sort of got off course as they went along, <laughs> which led to that franchise being absolutely shut down before we got to this 2005 okay. uh, re- reboot, if you reboot. will. Yeah. Uh, other stars, you know, Michael Caine, what can you say about him, <sighs> you huge,
1: know? Huge, huge. He's, I was going to say, he's probably the one of the best, aspects of this trilogy, but he's the best on anything he does. <laughs> Consistent. I mean we could list yeah. all
0: of his uh, all of his filmography, but I mean everyone not, not will necessary. always remember yeah. him for like Jaws Four. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. <laughs> uh, Anyways, moving on. Liam Neeson, who yeah? is who is this is his second appearance I believe on You Gotta See This. That's, he true. Was in <laughs> that's
1: true. Which is he's which was his first movie ever.
0: Yeah. And I think Think this is one of the first films where he plays a villain, because he's usually like a. Uh... Which is
1: spoiler alert, by the way. I did think oh, he was a
0: villain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should say this too, because as I've kind of gone back and re-listened to some of our uh, our episodes, like this, you gotta see this. I basically just break down the whole plot and give away all the spoilers to the point where you don't really need to see it anymore. So,
1: Actually, actually anyone listening to movie review podcasts should know that spoilers are coming, right? No, fair enough, but if, but yeah, if the idea alert. is
0: to steer people towards new movies, maybe I should hold back on some of the spoilers if you've never seen it.
1: With the, with the not very popular ones, maybe, but I don't think there's anybody out there that hasn't seen this movies.
0: Uh, well, that was you before a few months ago. That's
1: so true.
0: Other notables: Katie Holmes. Meh. I mean, mm. she was she was kind of like an it girl. Uh, she was on what was this show? Called? Dawson's Creek, uh, which I remember enjoying when I was younger. You probably never saw it. No, that, did never.
1: You? I, I know what it is, but I yeah, never it, seen it. Yeah, you know
0: what? It, it was a good teen show. She from was passable. What I yeah, she yeah. Was passable. Um, oh, Gary Oldman. Talk about like this <laughs> is an all star cast. Gary
1: Oldman. I. There's nothing that he's been in that i don't love he's he's just so good he steals the camera every time he's he's in the shot i'm i'm sorry he's so, he's he's just the best and
0: which is which is funny like i said liam neeson rarely plays a villain uh gary oldman rarely, rarely plays, plays a, a wholesome hero. character and he true. was cast as jim gordon i, I argue Rick that does he does was the best. He's the best job the best we have had right yes Another returning uh, cast member of a former You Gotta See This Show, Cillian Murphy, who was in that cameo in Tron Legacy, yeah. he plays the Scarecrow, yeah. uh, he was he was in the running to play Batman in this movie. And if you go on YouTube, you can find some screen tests of him in the Val Kilmer Batman suit. Really? And it's interesting because you look at him and you're just like, <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't buy him as either Bruce Wayne. I guess it's impossible Wayne. now. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I I I. But even at the time, right? Like I like him as an actor. He was in Twenty Eight Days Later. He's very good. He's very good. But I just don't. He's got that I'm a bad guy kind of face, <laughs> you yeah, know. So you don't
1: trust him. You just don't trust him.
0: He was a fantastic. He was a fantastic uh, choice for Scarecrow. Yes, he was. Uh, other notables. Just Morgan.
1: can you imagine going to to the casting call for a hero and. Being told, "Yeah, you're good, but you're gonna be the villain." Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, okay. "Yay, I guess."
0: Hey, at least he's got some pictures of him in the bat suit. Yes, so true, that's all right. True. Uh, just a couple other Morgan Freeman. What else can you say about Morgan Freeman? That guy's got a silky smooth voice, and he he as Lucius Fox uh, was fantastic. And I think. He's I remember. Really oh I God. remember seeing an interview with Nolan talking about how he wanted to cast this movie, and in a way, he took a lot of inspiration from 1978 Superman, where um, you look at Christopher Reeve; he was kind of an unknown. But you look at the cast of uh, characters that he was surrounded with—yeah, heavy hitters—you know, from yeah. Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman,
1: huge ones that, that helped a lot building the that main character. From almost scratch by someone is not really known. Yeah, that helps. So you can see how that parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Getting to the numbers for um, a Batman movie. This is. I mean, you're not going to find a lot of low budget Batman movies. And even though the Mm. franchise had been on ice since the travesty that was 1997's Batman and Robin which (laughs) I mean we can we can touch on it like I I said before I love the character I don't care if it's Ben Affleck uh or you know the original Michael Keaton even Val Kilmer I love the character Batman and Robin was just a tire fire it was so bad forgettable to the point they had to just ice. I used to franchise, and it took nearly a decade before they took another shot at it. Who directed it? Uh, Joel Schumacher. Okay. And, but he did uh, he did Batman Forever which you watch it now it's kind of silly but I remember at the time really loving it I thought it was great and fun and colorful and I, I, I love Jim Carrey as the Riddler
1: I, I've seen that one I remember enjoying it yes yeah, yeah but
0: now you'd be like this is really goofy it's when they were
1: it's goofy it's when, when superhero movies were supposed to be goofy and, but they uh, didn't take them seriously exactly and no As one a fan, did no one did It was they were like almost made for kids and teenagers more, more than adults
0: and as a, as a fan I wanted to see these characters interpreted in this way as a
1: fan of the of the comic books yeah of of the comic books and 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 this character
0: especially I I I love that they took it in a dark direction so
1: many things to talk about oh my god exactly but with that
0: like I said it was a budget of 150 million and uh, the worldwide gross again was respectable at 373 million. Again, these numbers are internet movie database, so um take them as well. And it was it was well received by both critics and fans. They're like, "Yeah. Yeah, that's It was that's a, good a good reboot, right? And yeah. I remember okay. going in kind of fingers crossed Uh, cautiously optimistic Mm -hmm. and when I walked out I was like yes this is this is what I wanted to see so like you know I said I've I've been a huge fan ever since a kid and uh, I I think my love like a lot of people really ramped up when the 1989 Batman movie came out and that was you know I guess that was kind of like our generation Star Wars movie because as much as you and I are Star Wars fans um, when Star Wars came out like I was two So, uh, you know, I I, I grew up with it. I I love it. But this is the one where I was just at that right age. You know, I was, uh, I believe, 12, 13 when I went to see it. And you sit there and you're like, wow, like this is something else. And that summer of Batman, I mean... Was all over the place. You couldn't go anywhere with it without seeing like a Batman T-shirt or hearing the Prince soundtrack. It was just <laughs> huge. And then from there, I dove headfirst into all the comics. And uh, you know, I
1: have a special relationship with that with Tim Burton's Batman. It's it's do tell. It's by far my favorite Batman. And I know this is not a popular opinion, especially among the the fans of the comic books or the the the. Character from the comic books. but Since I'm not a a Batman comic book reader, that movie, as you say, hit me in the right spot at the right time. Being a teenager and being a fan of Prince and for the for the music and the soundtrack and everything, that movie uh, hit me the the right way, the right spot at the right moment. So it's been my favorite Batman by far forever. And,
0: now, this is good. This is good that you're bringing this up because
1: yeah, sure, we need to talk about this all the Batman. Is,
0: this is why I think you don't allow yourself to enjoy different interpretations of these characters because and there's far,
1: truth in that. As but far it's as not you're concerned, <laughs> as
0: far as you're concerned, Michael Keaton's Batman—that is your first introduction to Batman. That's how Batman always should be. You gotta remember
1: because you know when someone when something gets into your heart. It's hard to let go. And and change is not always easy. And you know the way I am with movies in this way. So that's part of it,
0: yes. Now, as for me as a fan of the character, the character's been around for 80 years at this point. He has changed a lot since 1939 till now 2020. Now, Mm. there are certain iterations of him that I love. There's others that I'm like no like
1: in the comic books or movie comic books and
0: movies. I I remember being very resentful of the '66 uh, campy Adam West Batman because (laughs) I felt it poked fun at the character and it caused that character to stay in the public's um, mind. As that goofy kind of tongue in It feet. hurt the character, yeah. in your and opinion, right? And I was frustrated yeah. by it because when something's popular, um, it's going to translate into the comic book presentation of him. And he was very goofy for a very long time. And it wasn't until the 80s, I believe it was the 80s, maybe late 70s, where um, like I, guys like Danny O'Neill in the 80s, Frank Miller, they took him back to a very gritty... Um, Adult... Yeah, I loved those versions of the character. And that's why, um, yeah, I love the 89 Batman, but I I love Batman. And for me, Michael Keaton was a Batman, just like uh, the artists that drew him, they drew a certain Batman. Uh, Like Greg Capullo drew a certain Batman. And, And they're going to change. Artists are going to change in the the graphic novel presentation and on the big screen.
1: Obviously. But as
0: long as I get to see the character, I'm excited much like Robert Pattinson's Batman that's coming out. Now, Are you excited about that? Absolutely. I'm over the moon for it. Not only because Guys,
1: if usually is really hard to make Dan shut up about Batman in real life, just just raise yourself. Raise yourself. <laughs> this episode is going to be Yeah. Is gonna be him talking about what he loves the most, and it's that's and that's a great thing. That's a great thing. Just just like the Dune episode was all about me talking about what I love. So, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> okay, should we get
0: into this movie? Because I get to talk about Goa? my love and the history of, of Batman, but so. which
1: I think it's important because it it um it's it's part of the reason why you love these movies. Would you say this trilogy? Is the best representation of the best uh, Batman from the comic books?
0: And here's to my point I don't look at it as best, worst, whatever. I look at it as
1: oh, the one that you like the most.
0: I liked the interpretation that they have, that, that, that they put forth. In this trilogy Mm -hmm. i like that they did the best they could to ground it in reality there's i believe next to no supernatural element at all
1: no all of the characters
0: all the characters are um whether they're they're kind of over the top because yeah i mean the fucking grappling gun's not gonna work it would rip a guy's arm off if he was to shoot it and it would pull him up at (laughs) that speed but that's
1: that's basic superhero movie stuff not supernatural
0: but they, they 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 try their best to give some sort of uh, a foundation in reality yeah. with with everything that takes place in, mm-hmm. in, in this Batman universe but, I liked the Ben Affleck Batman. I had no problem with it. I liked how um, he was kind of like an older, uh, more grizzled Batman. He didn't give. it. He was fucking killing motherfuckers left, right, and center. And as much as I love, as much as I love uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, I think some of the best action sequences are in batman v superman say what you want about that film it's got some and you've never seen it i haven't seen it uh, but it's worth watching for like a handful of scenes alone uh the, can you just
1: watch those scenes
0: do you know what you can fast forward <laughs> through some of the shit but I, I i i think it's got some uh, some value would but, you watch it with me yeah i'll, I'll watch you it with you, if you just, just be quiet and stop ripping apart. <laughs> but so for me this this Batman begins let's get into the movies uh, let's go. Let's Batman go. begins first movie I think it was uh just the best origin story for the character um for the fact that like you're with Bruce Wayne for almost an hour before he even puts on the costume yeah it's investing time in the character as mm-hmm. opposed to just like I can't wait to see him when's he gonna be Batman when's he gonna be Batman <laughs> and much like uh you see the um one of the things I love about Iron Man, the original Iron Man, is him putting the suit together and and sort of, creating that's the
1: fun part of an origin story and you to get see to see that with
0: this Batman which you you don't really through. see in any of the other ones you know and how they uh justify you know well we've got to order 10,000 versions of this part of the cowl so it doesn't seem mm-hmm. suspicious and mm-hmm. him going to Lucius Fox a Morgan Freeman's character and he's like yeah well I'm in charge of this uh research and development part of Wayne Enterprises and we've got all these weird little things he's like cool I'd like to borrow them right <laughs> and they sort of had this unspoken understanding of like yeah okay i get what's going on and uh, i love that i thought it was a real fun part of the of the movie
1: how would you break down um bruce wayne's character would you say he's just a rich kid with a dark past and a heavy wound well i mean that a, he's trying to to use for good
0: there's there's no <laughs> Like, that is probably one of the most defining traits of the character. Everybody knows Batman's origin stories. His parents were gunned down. And he's hell bent on revenge. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, the most unrealistic thing about the Batman character is a billionaire doing the most self sacrificing thing that's going to dedicate all his time and money to cleaning up his city when that's the most bullshit thing you could ever see as far as how it would be in reality. Billionaire would be like, fuck this shit, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm heading off to the Bahamas. But that's. Would you
1: say his main motivation, as in general, in, for the character is revenge? Would you say that's accurate, or, uh, or
0: I wouldn't justice? say I wouldn't say revenge. I would say it's justice. Okay. He wants to make sure,
1: and a little revenge.
0: He In wants to make sure that no one is ever going to experience what he went through. He's trying to erase. It's a
1: big hope. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it's a hope, and he's mm-hmm. and that's almost his flaw as well because lots of different iterations of the character, and they get a lot of into mm-hmm. the books where he is sacrificing his own mental well-being for this quest of his. Mm -hmm. And I think they do a a pretty good job of demonstrating that and the emotional journey that he goes through to get to this point. And in the beginning, he does kind of start off as a, a vigilante. And I'm speaking more of the books. Mm-hmm. Um, before he sort of is like, no, I'm going to be above that. I'm going to be something more. I'm gonna be something elemental, a symbol.
1: So <laughs> but uh
0: yeah, I I, I But I,
1: he's basically a vigilante. More than a super superhero, would you say?
0: He's a vigilante, yeah. yeah but he's rich one. <laughs> but he's not just going out to, you know, beat people up for for no particular reason. Like he's 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 trying to clean up the city. Yeah. But I guess I mean we can we can argue about that but for you okay so you've talked about how you loved the 1989 Batman mm-hmm. how do you feel about this take on the character
1: it's, knowing how much you love the character and how much you love these three movies it's gonna be tough for me to say certain things and he grabs the beer and <laughs> take it takes a swig <laughs> well um there are very good things about these three movies
0: okay we're not we're gonna go one at a time
1: one at a time but let's talk about batman begins but there's stuff that that it's common to the three so so let's not be too rigid in if you don't mind
0: (laughs) batman's my shit
1: that's not true uh i enjoyed this first one Oh, my God. What's that look? There's no
0: look. My face is completely covered by this popper stopper. You That's can't so... see my face. All you can see is my eyes and shooting you're, daggers exactly. at you. Exactly. You shoot it <laughs> at me.
1: <laughs> I, I enjoyed this movie. I have a I have a problem, though. Let's let's get this out of the way. This is not a very popular opinion, but I'm not a big fan of Christopher Nolan. Okay. Sp- and and this... okay, I'm going to raise my hand first. Okay, I'm sure, going to raise my hand. Sure. I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay. Go ahead.
0: I believe you're not a fan of Christopher Nolan. It's because of the way you watch movies versus the way I watch movies. Because you uh, work in the industry and because when we're watching a movie, you'll be like, oh, that's an interesting composition or that's weird that they would that's come at not, it that way. That's
1: not fair because I don't like or dislike movies because of their technical um, approach to things and the way or the way they do things. I, that, And you know that. I find um, my opinion on movies is... Based on the emotional connection they make with me. Yeah, fair enough. I'll so stop even even though I can analyze movies technically, which I do because I enjoy it very much, uh, I don't base my opinion on on how things are done, but on how they make me feel. Like every movie lover. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay. Right, fair. Okay. Yeah. Are we clear?
0: Yeah, we're good. Okay. You don't like Christopher Nolan?
1: It, no, I I'm. It's not that I don't like him, but he he never really connected with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time I've watched one of his movies, I've had this feeling. Well, I respect him as a filmmaker because he he's not bad at one. So because of the
0: name, did you go in with a biased opinion? You're like Christopher Nolan. No,
1: no, because because I realized that I I had this problem let's say air quote problem with him after First step is admitting. after watching a, a few of his movies and then i connected the dots after watching a few of them including the dark knight and 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 i came to the conclusion that the guy just does not click with me he does not connect with me in, in an emotional way and i think the reason and, and i know a lot of people idolizes him so i know this is not a popular opinion I do i idolize him I just, not you not yeah. you i mean some people do but my problem with him is he he tries too hard. I I see I see him trying too hard. I think he has more um he has the will to make great movies and he really wants to be remembered as a great filmmaker and I think he lacks some of the spark that some geniuses have that make them connect with me directly and and it's just me it's just an opinion no one needs to share when
0: it comes down when it comes down to it uh, a movie is a this, piece of art and exactly you connect with some artists exactly and you don't connect with other artists so i i, I can't i have to respect that opinion
1: and nolan it's as wrong. a filmmaker <laughs> nolan as a filmmaker is is someone that i i see trying hard but not getting he's 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 trying to force me to love him. Okay. Let's say instead of just doing something naturally, like all the filmmakers do, that I love because every time they do something, they they I can see talent, it, emotional can't connection say right away. can does have talent. But it's not that.
0: I just think innate I, I,
1: genius. I think there's talent. something.
0: I think there's something emotionally you know I mean? in his movies that you don't connect with, and you've explained sure, and course. you and you've kind of touched. it. I'm like okay. I, I'll listen to that argument, but we're not here to break down Christopher Nolan movies. He just happened to be no, the guy but I who need, made but this. but
1: this needed to be said. Okay, fair enough. Because it's part part of my problem with this trilogy comes from, from my, my inability to connect with Christopher Nolan's art. Fair enough.
0: Okay, so I will okay. ask the question again now that you've okay. got that out. <laughs> what did you think about this take on the character of Batman?
1: Uh, I'm not a fan of the comic book Batman, so uh it's it's hard to say because you look at me like what are you gonna say but i'm not looking at you but, i'm fucking just drinking my beer but-
0: <laughs> Team- send your hate tweets to okay i I can't pronounce your thing but <laughs>
1: carolina's wrong yeah carolina's wrong <laughs> we're okay probably but uh yeah Team burton's batman is still my favorite because he connected with me so this one for me it's it's good so I think that's the problem. Is <laughs> I'm you're, smiling. You, it's like you're good. just you.
0: You're, 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 you're <laughs> watching it and you can't disassociate the character from what came before. Is that is that basically what we're getting at? Mm,
1: not the character. It's more the 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 general take of how it's presented to me in a way that I I don't exactly relate with. It's 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 tough. It's, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I don't
0: have to apologize. But again, when you're like there's there's certain characters that are, are going to endure and evolve with the times. Now you look at a character like Sherlock Holmes, right? Like Sherlock Holmes is always I mean, there has been more modern takes on the character, but he essentially exists in, you know, like like the eighteen hundreds, right? Like yeah. that's that's where that character exists, where I mean, Batman isn't exclusive to the 30s, 40s, 50s. It's
1: not. It, it you changes. Said the right? character has eight, so, it's 80 years old, and no and less. he
0: keeps evolving with the times. Now, in 1989, absolutely, that Batman worked, but that Batman, that that way he was presented, it's not going to work in 2000. No, of course not. Oh, of course not. Of right? course not. Yeah. So no. the way, the, yeah. the, and and I like, I think. This, along with the uh, 2000 uh, X-Men movie, was the, the, a real pioneer in trying to take this material seriously and moving away from the silly stuff. Because I think for as much as 89, a lot of people up, oh, this is a, you know, great Do you dirt. think
1: the 89 take it's a bridge in between the goofy ones and the adult taking things seriously one is is, isn't it something in between?
0: I I think it's uh I I think you can compare it a lot to um uh the original Superman. It's 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 uh Yeah exactly. They're taking they're taking the material as seriously as they can at the time. At the time. Yeah. And uh I think I think Michael Keaton did a, a a great um straight straight up Performance, yeah, right. He wasn't winking at the camera, right? Whereas you look at (laughs) you look at George Clooney uh, and even Val Kilmer in a way, they're 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 like, hey, everybody, we're in a comic book movie. Where this one wasn't. This one took the material seriously, Mm -hmm. and I I obviously connected with that greatly. And if you look at movies like. Uh, he didn't go far as back as maybe Blade, which was a more of mm-hmm. obscure mm-hmm. character. But they're starting to like, hey, like we're we're not gonna be all super colorful and and no, whimsical. It was, it was and...
1: more adult, more more dark, obviously. Yeah, and... more bloody. Not not being scared of been a bit over the top where needed because some comic books are violent, man.
0: Some are very violent. Yeah. And, I mean, much like uh, The Watchman. The yeah, Watchman exactly. was not a kid's. Not A kid's comedy, oh no, book, right? or a movie, no, and and, and you know, and, and another thing that I that I, I did really appreciate about this movie is uh, it would have been very easy to kind of lean on some of the more popular villains, you know, like let's go back to the Joker, let's bring in the Penguin. They
1: saved the Joker with a good reason,
0: and and they they they, they brought in which were kind of obscure villains uh or at least not like you know part of like the big three of penguin cat woman and I, know, I like the, the
1: fact that i think um for the three this goes for the three movies i like the fact that there's not just one clear villain and that's it so it's not one villain per movie that we need to kill at the at, at the very end on a final battle it's more complex than that i can appreciate that by the way having more than one villain like like the world is not black and white. It's not good or bad people. It's not a hero having to defeat one villain at the very end. It's it's a blend and it's 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 a world that's corrupted. There's darkness in more than one spot and that's why it's so hard to be a hero. That concept, it's more based in reality than the black and white colorful uh superhero takes that usually movies and comics do comic book do Mm -hmm. and i really appreciate that part i i I felt it was it was taking me to a real world in a way and much like
0: his original his original focus which i think carries over from uh both batman begins and into the dark knight is they're they're trying to take down the mafia they're trying to take down
1: exactly which is what happens in real life
0: and I, I I love that it's not now, just
1: one guy in real life in the real world there's not just one guy we need to defeat to defeat evil it mm-hmm. doesn't work that like that
0: it's not it's not your your yeah. standard comic book exactly. movie where before it's like here's the big bad the, the hero's gonna come in and save him from taking over the world now there is elements of that with, of course with with, with Ra's al ghoul's plan and they're gonna take over Gotham with you know fear gas and we can argue about the uh minutiae of like how realistic is this but I, I love that, like you said, it things was... Things are
1: more complicated than just black and white. Yeah. So. I, can, I can appreciate that. And the,
0: and and little things like uh, I, I I liked how they uh, try to make everything practical, as in the Batmobile. It's definitely not as sleek and sexy no, as the true. 89 Batmobile, but it's a tank and it it, it's, it makes sense that it I would...
1: enjoy that part very much. Be a tactical yeah. sort
0: yeah. of uh, yes. vehicle as opposed to like... A thing with a gigantic bat symbol on it. Yeah. And I absolutely, I absolutely love that. And you know and the
1: backstory, the origin story in the backstory. Um like you say, it takes time to develop the the origin of how everything begins. Mm-hmm. And I I I appreciate that. Yeah. Taking taking time to explain why, the whys, why everything's happening, why what's the motivation be- Behind everything that's happening, and then taking time to, to develop the characters in um, following movies,
0: and then again, and, and with with everything that took place in Batman Begins, I feel it allowed them when they got around to the Dark Knight. It's like okay, the like world's everything been established, was ready. Let's go to
1: let exactly. Right. It was like they they were waiting to to let everything out. And the second one. And yeah. I so, I mean, if show. you
0: want to, at the very least, it, it does a very competent job of taking its time to set up the universe. I agree. And it ends with just a teaser that today I'll watch it and I'll get goosebumps. Yeah.
1: Okay. When yes. you've
0: got you got Gordon and Batman- He's so good. On the top of uh, the, the police station Gordon's with the symbol. bat symbol and he hands him the card. And I yeah. just, I absolutely- love that. So, um I think that's I enjoyed a pretty good I think, I, think I, I think that's a pretty good uh, overview of of, yeah. of Batman Begins. Yes. And what do you think?
1: I enjoyed it very much.
0: Do you got to see this?
1: I Let's let's do that at the end. You don't want to break three. it down per no, movie? Oh, no, yeah, no. No, no fair enough. I think this is a this is fair enough. one yep. work of art. You cannot you I don't think we can um,
0: you don't want to break it down in segments. That's fine. So
1: that's that's because they make no sense separately.
0: Okay. Oh, fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Okay. I understand. I I I knew that the hard way by watching the second one only <laughs> back then.
0: What? Mm. Mm-hmm. But... You ready to go on to Dark Knight or you oh, want to keep? You are ready?
1: excited, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Okay. You know, straight up on Front Street. It's my all time favorite movie. I mean, I will remove things like Star Wars out of that equation because I believe they exist in a separate category all of their own. (laughs) But this is my all-time favorite movie. I saw uh, 2008's The Dark Knight, if you weren't aware of what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I was just so jacked up for this movie. I couldn't wait to see it. And I went opening night, midnight screening. It was like a Thursday evening. So by the time I got home to bed, it was like well after three. And I was exhausted for work the next day. But yet I was on a high. <laughs> and even to add to that, 2008 was also the year that a, another highly anticipated movie came out. Uh, I, did you ever hear of this one? I don't know if it, it was like uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I saw that that came out before the dark night. I couldn't wait to see this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I sat there in the theater and I was like, fuck me, man. That was, are you cool, fucking huh? serious? And I walked out of the theater and there was a huge poster of The Dark Knight, and it was just that one where it's uh, a shot of Ledger standing in the street, kind of looking over his shoulder. And I was like, "They're gonna fuck this up. This movie's gonna be shit. Hollywood doesn't know how to make anything." So I was gonna
1: ask you that that experience with the crystal skull. Um, it,
0: it it made me go in thinking, this,
1: "This is gonna, be gonna shit. suck."
0: This is gonna be shit. So maybe that was almost advantageous going in with the lowered yeah. expectations because lower
1: expectations are the best. When
0: that thing, when that thing was over, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like that was that Could. is the greatest comic book movie ever made in my. You opinion. have to
1: thank Crystal Skull then. Yeah, it, th- it did something good for you.
0: Thanks, George. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah right george cole's notes uh <laughs> again directed by christopher nolan most of the cast returns with the uh, big exception of maggie gyllenhaal replacing katie holmes what did you think about that
1: yeah but yeah she's much better. upgrade she's much better
0: right yeah. I-, I think katie holmes is probably the weakest part of uh of, batman, of batman begins. begins yeah probably
1: she's just not yes. um she's not engaged she just doesn't have a presence yeah like she's, she's she's it's a charisma problem yeah
0: i don't buy I her think. as a lawyer yeah exactly where i completely bought Maggie jill yes, hall yeah. as she's, a sister she's
1: a stronger much stronger Actress and and yeah, the character works much better.
0: Yeah, yeah. and the other uh, other notable addition would be Aaron Eckhart as the role of Harvey Dent slash Two Face. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's, he's like a solid character actor. Mm-hmm. He's been in things like Aaron Brockovich and uh a, a, another movie called Thank You for Not Smoking. Have you ever heard of it or no. seen it? It's 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 pretty it funny. Good? Yeah, it's 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 a movie where he plays the head of um like he's a lawyer for the tobacco industry, and it's just sort of. Do you
1: think I gotta see it?
0: Hmm. Hmm. I've only seen it once, so I couldn't tell you much about it. I do remember enjoying it. Okay. And it was uh he was the lead, so I okay. thought it was noteworthy in here. And, and there was and it's
1: another example of this movie's having more than one villain. I
0: I, I do love this. Sometimes they can go too crazy because if you look at uh Spider-Man three, I think the weakness of that, there was too many villains. And <laughs> okay. it was it was it was over it was overpacked. Yeah. Where this one I think with the you know, again, because
1: not all the villains have the same weight in the story. We have, they all have a certain presence, but... we serve different roles. Different roles. Right. Yeah.
0: And there was some other guy in this movie hmm. by the name of, uh, he's a little known Australian actor, Heath Ledger.
1: Oh my God.
0: I have a Heath Ledger Joker tattoo yes. right here. What can, I mean... hes I,
1: I, He's by far the best thing in this movie probably.
0: And that's and that's not taking anything else away nope. from the movie. No, 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 no. And we're
1: He's impressive. He's just impressive. We
0: can't spend any more time talking about him because what hasn't been said about his performance. But
1: you tell me what do you think?
0: It's now for me the uh it's the defining portrayal of the Joker in, in my in in my eyes. Like mm-hmm. when it's I think of the Joker, perfect Joker, I I I think of his performance and he did the most
1: He's good. <sighs> he's good, man.
0: You look at Nicholson. Nicholson was sort of like Which is my a,
1: Joker. If you if, since you have Ledger, for he's yourself. like a
0: silly uncle. He's not threatening. Yes, yes. he's 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 Agreed. over the top, and it works for that movie. He he's Led- a
1: team, team burdened villain, obviously. Yeah. and, but, and, he, and but, Ledger is it's a
0: serious villain. But uh, Jack Nicholson, you could tell he was having fun, and he was letting go, and he was saying some really just shit that didn't make any sense, but he was charismatic and he did a great job. I mean, you know, what can you say about Jack Nicholson, the actor, his performance? He was the quintessential Joker. And then I think, uh, Ledger did what many thought was impossible and dethroning that performance. And he has this unbelievable mixture of some of the shit he says is funny. He can, he can, he's charming. He's charming he's terrifying he has some
1: of his one lines are just perfect
0: and it's not even necessarily the line delivery it's just the little looks like there's a scene subtleties there's a scene where he's sitting down after the interrogation between him and batman in the mcu and there's the one cop that's guarding him and he's poking the cop and he's kind of like you know trying to get him riled up and the question is asked, it's like you know, like how many of your friends have I killed? And the guy is just like, "You're you're
1: so good impersonating him." Yeah, <laughs> God, I mean, ah, it's
0: all part of the plan. Um, but but just the subtle, like the, like his facial expressions yes. when he like mimes the, he mimes six, like he's like you know, just it's it's so much is going He's on. He's
1: not in there. acting. He's becoming someone else and you can you can tell. You can tell. It's impressive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, awesome. this just
0: in he was good. So much so that he was <laughs> posthumously awarded the Oscar and now it's become this is sort of a, a, a an Oscar uh, bait role now you look with Joaquin Phoenix winning it for his portrayal which yeah. again it's just funny we're gonna have to get to that on You Gotta See This because you actually worked on that movie yet have not seen it exactly so I think we're gonna have to get around to that mm-hmm. but with the budget of 185 million it made a worldwide gross excess of a billion dollars wow this was just such game gang- to
1: the date because it, it keeps yeah it's it's Huge. Yeah. yeah,
0: I I, I mean, so, so so let's get it. Like I said, I, I couldn't have been more excited to see this movie. I saw it opening night. I walked out Zong Cloud Nine and I'd see I, I went on to see it, I believe, three more times in theater because I just I, I, I couldn't get enough of this movie. I
1: was gonna ask you how many times you've seen it in total. Couldn't count. No okay. idea. Okay. So I
0: remember that's that end of that summer I went to Bali and there were these uh, little video stores that were up everywhere and they were selling like bootleg versions of movies. And there was one for The Dark Knight, which was still technically in theaters. So I was like, oh my God. And I bought it for like a dollar and it, it was decent That's quality. Cool. The only thing was, you know, that little uh, numerical ticker that runs at the bottom and it's like uh, like they would be using it to edit the movie. Mm-hmm. That was just present there the whole time. Because okay. it, it was ripped off, right? Like yeah, I would go there, I, I bought a shitload of movies. Some of them were like handheld yeah, in the theater a- and I'm is. like, "Oh, these are awful. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I had it like within months and I watched it constantly because <laughs> I couldn't get enough of watching every time uh, the Joker was on screen and he just, I think he was only on screen for like maybe 20 minutes and the movie ran about two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And that was the difference between his performance and Jack Nicholson's performance. Mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson I always think he was almost, like, you look back at it, overexposed. He's yeah. he's, he's to the point where are just like, oh, okay, here's here's the yeah. Joker again saying something stupid like a mind makes a movie or, you know, this town needs an enema. It's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Whereas <laughs> every time, like, you almost forgot about him in a way and then he pops up and you're like, holy fuck, here he is again. Yeah. And not one moment of his screen time is wasted.
1: I agree.
0: Uh. I think I should let you talk because no, I've just, no, been, no, I've just no, been going it? crazy. It's, yeah,
1: I know, but it's... But, yeah, your lights light up. Your yeah, no, I
0: just... Up. What can I say? I, I love this movie and what else can we say? But for, for me now to ask you the question, mm-hmm. having seen Now Batman Begins, mm-hmm. uh, getting sort of that world-building experience, mm-hmm. seeing this for the second time, how did you feel?
1: Uh, much better. I, I could appreciate much more of the movie watching it for the second time with someone that not only knows it in detail but also appreciate it deeply so i enjoyed it very much much better so yeah i could i could understand the story obviously better than the first time because now i had the backstory that i didn't have the first time and i had someone um obsessively informed about him about it that helped me uh get everything that is good about the movie was so. it
0: now would you say watching it, it was nice to not be disturbed by someone humming the thematic <laughs> oh, score God! every five, ten minutes? Let that- it go. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we're going to spend a ton of time <laughs> on the Dark Knight because uh, I, I just it's it's widely cinematography.
1: It's wily- the cinematography is much better. Uh, I can I can appreciate the the. If you want me to go to the technical side of of me watching movies, that I sometimes analyze movies that way, I, I, I compared to the first one, it's a step up.
0: Oh, the sure. scope and the scale is yes. kicked yes. way up because I think yes. a lot of the original one they 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 were shot um in like studios and uh, this one they spent a lot of it outdoors. Uh, the lighting Chicago.
1: and the all the framing, the how the camera worked. So it's it's yeah, it's and a step and, up.
0: and like I think you take a look at uh, a lot of big blockbuster superhero movies now. Sometimes I get kind of lost when it gets into the action scenes. You take something like um, Justice League, right? When it got to the third act. And just so much shit is going on, and you're kind of like just desensitized to it, right? Fatigue, where, a bit where, of
1: action, action fatigue.
0: Where, where, where the Dark Knight does have some big action set pieces, but they're scaled down a little bit, right? Like it's, um, it's not this big. Gotham City is going to be absolutely wiped out by some world engine, like they had in
1: which will happen in the third one. Different though, yeah.
0: Different, right? Um, I, I think to the chase scene um with the semi Mm -hmm. they actually flipped that semi (laughs) and that looks amazing and i think they did a wonderful job of doing what they could in screen and then using the the the, the, there's a lot of cgi in this but you can't tell yeah and that's that's, i think one of the most uh one of the best ways to use the tool is when you don't even know it's there
1: i couldn't agree more it's my job
0: and like, like, and
1: that's the way I usually describe my job. It's well done when you know don't know it's there.
0: Yeah. Now, obviously, you see a movie like Iron Man. You know, they practically can't put a guy in a suit and make him fly. Uh, so that, so that's got to be no? CG. No, yeah, no, it's no, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> oh my god. No, I just yeah. So I hope I didn't burst a bubble there for <laughs> you. But uh, with with this one, I think it, it's it's kind of cool. This is one little factoid when I watched the making of that I thought was uh, a, a, like a happy accident, as it were. In the movie, you see that uh, Batman's cape sort of folds up into this little backpack. And the reason that they they created that was that they knew they were going to introduce the, the bat cycle slash. Backpod, and they thought well there's no way he's going to be able to ride this without his cape getting stuck in the spokes right so
1: so let's try to figure out a smart way of, of a batman. practical way
0: because we don't want him to lose the cape yeah, completely because exactly. it's such a defining part you of can't
1: the you your Batman needs to have a cape but let's make it logical yeah and exactly that, yeah that's, so that that, that was the plan it.
0: and i think even with um moving forward when you take a look at batman versus superman the whole cape is CG. Yeah. Like I, I think when when Affleck usually was capes
1: on, capes are now are now CG almost because it's just
0: easier. It's just it's just easier it's
1: easier to film and... practically
0: when they're on set, right? But
1: uh, well the the thing is uh, yeah, you, capes now are mostly CG because um, fabric is not easy to control. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you have to to make a. Big piece of 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 terp to do what you want to do is to make it digital mm-hmm. so usually now all most capes are digital
0: so with that that's why they came up with that idea of having mm-hmm. the backpack mm-hmm. but when they were testing that bat pod one of the stunt guys that was in the suit was just like well let's just let's just get on it and and drive and see what happens worst case scenario it'll catch and it'll and just get ripped me. off no no i mean it will <laughs> just rip off me and whatever But the way it was designed with that big, huge ass wheel, um, as they were driving, it kicked up the air, and the cape just naturally flowed, and never and never got messed up within the inner workings of the of the Batpod. So every time you see him driving, that cape's legit, and it's just flowing, and it looks amazing.
1: And they they didn't know it was going to work or not. Happy accident, yeah, exactly. And I agree, it looks amazing.
0: any other any other talking points that we need to discuss for 2008's The Dark Knight?
1: Uh amazing performances, great Acting's cinematography. Great. It, no 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 weak characters when it came to the Nope performances. nope. This one is by far uh, I think you agree with this is the stronger the strongest it's the the best it's 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 the the best of
0: the bunch and and having a movie that is I mean I know you don't agree with it Mm -hmm. but is widely considered probably the not only one of the greatest comic book movies ever made or one Mm -hmm. of the greatest movies ever made based on a comic uh property it's it's damn near one of the best movies ever like I
1: disagree with that strongly but it's good (laughs) <laughs> i have to say it i have to, no, say, it. But Kate, you Kate, Kate, to say hold on hold on a sec no hold, wait, on, a wait, sec. Wait, wait, hold wait. on a
0: sec no 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 wait wait you want to say you that say disagree the... strongly oh. i didn't say the best i said it's it's considered one of the best i don't consider one of the... you don't think it's one of the best movies one of the best comic book movies
1: oh because you said movies
0: i said i said and movies so we're not talking, but so let's just this, let's. This, let's this you movie- can argue, you can argue movies. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like you know, you can't put this up with Gone with the Wind or whatever. <laughs> but 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 comic book movies. Do you could you not agree that this is one of, if not the best comic book movie ever made? And you can't put something like Avengers Endgame or Infinity War because it had the advantage of like 20 movies. So you're already giving
1: me rules on that I have to stick to in order to agree with you. That's not fair. It's a good movie. It's a very good comic book movie. Well, you cannot make me. You cannot change my mind. You know what I think about these movies, and it's, it's top five. I, I would need to recap. Holy text. shit! This is a
0: slam dunk top five. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, okay. Maybe this isn't the podcast to do it, but we're gonna have to have a discussion. We can do a side cast if not. You got to see this, okay. and you and I can argue. Uh, about top five top ten genre movies whether okay, it's let's do that action once. and we'll then we can get into this okay but dark knight can't say anything more about it great movie agreed and for you
1: is your your favorite movie ever absolutely and uh, and i see why <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay moving on we
1: can't agree always
0: now moving on <laughs> 2012's The Dark Knight Rise. I don't know why I have 2014 written down here because it wasn't 2014. I knew it was going to
1: be a hard episode. (laughs)
0: 2012, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, This is the, you know, this this one falls into that tough category of being the third film in a trilogy. That alone, uh, it's sort of anchored with you got to wrap it up. You've got to be... Uh, That's a lot of pressure. It's, it, it's 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 a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Christopher Nolan. Uh, he came back to finish it off. Uh, m- again, most of the cast returns with the addition of Tom Hardy as uh Bane. Uh, he's again another you got to see this alum. He was in Mad Max, mm-hmm. uh, another Nolan movie, Inception. Which that's the first time I ever noticed him. That's the first time I was like, who's this guy? And yeah, I, okay. I thought he was a very charismatic. He's a great,
1: he's a great actor. Very I, good. I, I actor. love him. Diverse. I love him. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, this is one I definitely think you've got to see. I love this movie. It may be cliche and cheesy, but warrior where uh, he plays i heard about it i haven't seen i it love yet. it i i, 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 I wanted, absolutely I love it, it. like I, part of me thinks you'll think it's cheesy because it, it 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 follows a very but basic it's fine. It's, it follows fine. a very basic plot line okay. but i think it's great
1: save it for another episode have uh, you seen Locke, by the way
0: no i haven't seen it
1: because we will we do we a have... tom hardy month yeah exactly yes <laughs> uh, that's a very good movie as well he's he's a great character uh actor
0: other character actor or character lead. Actor. he can, he can do both <laughs> other additions were Anne hathaway and she's she's amazing in this movie she, she I, I don't think she gets enough credit for being a fantastic cat. i woman. think
1: she's one of the best things in this movie
0: i think i couldn't agree with you more
1: cuz uh, she does a great job acting job she's she's good she's, she's, she's diverse, fearless too. she's very diverse she can fight she can run in heels she she's really she has a great arc. I think it's she has the best arc in the entire movie. Character I arc. I don't
0: think I can argue with you there. That's fair.
1: So she she's the most or one of the most engaging characters uh, yeah. in the in the plot and in the movie in general. I And I don't I think she's underused either. Much. I think she's no, she's
0: used no, no, just no. the right amount.
1: And she and and she has weight. In the plot, in the story, mm. and she plays an important role, and and yeah, her her arc is the most interest uh, interesting of all. Huh, I agree
0: with you. I've never looked at it from that perspective, but right? I would because I would agree with she's you. She's
1: supposed to be a villain. She starts as a she's an
0: ambiguous, morally yeah, ambiguous character, which
1: is what I love about her because that's how people would lo- would would. Be in real life as well, she has her own motivations, and she and finally understands certain things, and then she comes up to to be what we need her to be for the story. It's, yeah, yeah. I she's captivating.
0: Thumbs up for Anne yes. we can get yes. more into her portrayal as we go along. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt also jumps into the uh, into the mm-hmm. franchise as Officer John Blake.
1: Thought he was good. He's good. He's yep. good. Yeah,
0: and uh, Marion Cotillard as. Uh, Miranda Tate and we can we can decide what we want to say about her or not a spoiler but, alert as well yeah, she
1: has the opposite arc probably yeah. and she also she's also really good except for the death scene <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the, can what, I say it can I say it
0: what's the what's the uh, what's that what's <laughs> that show on YouTube uh, how it should have ended <laughs> they they uh, yeah. they do a good little rip on that okay
1: because um, that's probably the worst death scenes in the movie it's pretty, history it's <laughs> It's not good. It's, we both laugh when it's, that's it's not came. good.
0: I don't remember bumping up against it as much when I saw it, but when I saw it with you, I was like, okay, this is <laughs> this is very like 1980s comic yeah. booky death. So it would have fit well with the Schumacher uh, iterations <laughs> of the film. Uh, budget two fifty uh, million. That is two hundred and fifty million. Huge. And again, it was it was a commercial success. It made. Uh, over a billion dollars i think one one billion 81 million it's like it did it did very well again for me i saw it opening night the anticipation was through the roof what
1: did you think uh what was your first impression i will
0: i will admit this um knowing that it was the last one sometimes uh i can get lost not Allowing myself to be immersed in the movie and just wanting to get to the end to see what happens, and I remember walking away, being like, ah, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it. Mostly because I, I just wanted, like, how did it end? Are, are they going to kill Batman? Is Batman going to die? <laughs> and then once I had my answer, I realized that I you didn't enjoy the I, I did enjoy it much. This was the only one uh, that I didn't see in movies in the theater more than once. I saw it the one time and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to wait till it comes out and then I'll buy it. And then I have grown to appreciate it mm-hmm. on subsequent viewings. Mm-hmm. But as much as I love Batman, as much as I love this version of Batman, and as much as I enjoy this movie, it has flaws. I, I, yeah. I understand it has flaws. I'm going to defend it in the regard that it falls into that third movie. It had a lot to do. It tried to follow what was, again, like we said, one of the most popular, well-regarded comic book Batman movies of all time. To follow that up, it's th- tough. it was going to be tough. It's tough. It's tough. So this one, again, you came in absolutely cold. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen it before. Um, I knew
1: who was in it, who Bane was, because it's it's obviously, it's everywhere. It's it's. General culture thing, but no, I hadn't sit, s- sat down and watch it. Hit me with it. Uh, I enjoyed it. You
0: can't say it's not enjoyable.
1: Uh, the three I enjoyed the three very much, but this third one, it made little sense. It's I think it has the plot has holes, big plot holes, big yep. like craters. Yeah, and even though it has very interesting. Filmography, very interesting uh, character arcs, like we said, very interesting um, characters in general, and very good ideas here and there. In general, it it feels deorganized to me, it feels rushed at times, it feels not moving forward at times, it feels like um, it's confusing. In, in ways like you remember we were watching it and I was like what how how did it get there? What yeah. how, how much time did it pass? How how did it get out of that there and, and, and into here? And and so the logic of the movie is broken. And that took me out of the story all the time. Yeah.
0: Every time. Yeah it's 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 hard to disagree. Um, for, it's, me, it's, for me for me is
1: the weakest of the three. Yeah, yeah in that
0: way. Again it's it's tough to argue that, but even saying that it's the weakest I still think it's it's got a lot of good things yeah. worth seeing, and for me, I think it starts off great. I like the build up. Mm-hmm. I think once the plot really gets going, I think that just that noise was my <laughs> the, the, the battery controller. dying on my controller. Um, I think the I think the build up was great. Once the plot is in full effect and uh, Bane has taken over control of Gotham, I think from there to the climactic third act. Is messy it's not I,
1: just messy it's it's not grounded in reality anymore it's, I like the other ones like cause I kept I kept thinking how did what's the motivation how can this happen in, in a you know in a logical world how did we get here the the sense of pa- the passing of time is also not clear and where everybody is and in relation to everybody and what what needs to happen it's it's so messy that it felt like maybe they tried to do a lot in in one sitting.
0: I'm trying to think of what they could do <clears throat> differently. Um, I, I I do like certain aspects of uh, tying things back to Raz Al Ghul in a way. Um, they 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 had the League of Shadows kind of return, and Bane was part of that. I liked how they gave Raz Al Ghul. More motivation, a little bit more of a character development, even though, I mean, he was dead by this point.
1: I think, do you, do you think that was necessary? I
0: liked it. I, because I, I, it ties back to do, there's do a scene. What do you think?
1: In, what would you take out of the movie? Because I think the movie needs, needs to, to, certain things in the movie need to be taken out. For, what for, I would take for out? What you leave to I, make more sense. Again, although there, I, certain things are not necessary, is what I mean.
0: Although I liked it, although I, I, I liked him. Um, having to repair himself in that prison pit, which was sort of a nod to Ra's Gula as well. He's a sort of supernatural character that's yeah, eternal in the comic books. In yes. the comic books, he goes into this thing called the Lazarus Pit. It's this these, these pits that are fountains of youth. And that's why he's lived on for eons, right? And with him getting dropped into that pit and rising, it's kind of a clever little real world nod to the Lazarus Pit. I probably would have taken that out. It's like, prel-
1: not necessary uh, in the, uh, it, for the story, right?
0: It would have made more sense for everything to be the same, for Bane to break the bat and maybe throw him in some sort of prison in Gotham. Something, like, something instead of throwing nuts. him so, yeah. far away, that was probably unnecessary because, again, like you said, well, how did they get him there? How did he travel? And yeah. then how did, travel? How, was this, then how the did he get city, back?
1: Is not the city taken? It's with, how, how, how do you travel that far without nothing and yeah i agree they
0: they probably could have done away with that i appreciate what they were doing i i didn't have a problem with it i
1: appreciate what they were trying to do they just that probably didn't a little bit (laughs) that probably didn't work but 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 there's there's one of those movies it's full of good ideas well let's talk about some of those ideas
0: let's talk about some of the things that work okay for me um i i loved that they took an over-the-top character from the comic books in Bane and somehow made him work in this movie. I was expecting Riddler. I was expecting hmm. Penguin. And Riddler could have been a serial killer, which it looks like he's going to be in yep. the 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 new uh, Batman that's coming out next year, hopefully. <laughs> you know, If Who we knows? ever get to go Who to knows? movies again. I thought it was going to be something like that. But in the comic book, what do you know of Bane from the, the comic books? Nothing. So Bane, tell me, Bane in the comic books is uh, basically this uh, gigantic. He he is tactically proficient, and he is a an intelligent foe which can match Batman there, and he can also match Batman physically. Now, what he has is this this he wears this pack which carries uh, this thing called Venom, and when he activates the Venom, all the steroid. Shoots into his body and turns him into this hulking, roided out... Uh, you
1: make a great impersonation of him, too. Bane? No. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh,
0: it, I, that was a thing, too. I remember when... Uh, it was basically what... Okay, so I don't get off track. I'm sorry. Bane is an over-the-top, unrealistic character for the the Nolan universe. You're like, Bane? How the fuck are they going to do that? I think they pull it off. Yep. It I, I I find him... To be an unappreciated villain in the Nolan trilogy, you think only people, for the fact everyone loves him. Only for the fact that he follows Ledger's Joker, and which
1: is hard shoes to feel in.
0: And he's so different. He's 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 got this calmness about him. And yeah, which is scariest. One of, my, scary as one of fuck. my
1: favorite
0: scenes is uh, after the plot gets rolling, and you've got the the businessman. Uh, daggett who's trying to take over Wayne Enterprises mm-hmm. and it doesn't work out the way he wants. Mm. He shows back up at his penthouse and he's so frustrated. Do he's it like,
1: in his voice. Do it in his voice.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll try. I'll. I'll <laughs> but but he's like, "Where's Bane?" And he's like, "Speak of the devil, and the devil appears." <laughs> and and he's and he's he's getting right up in his face and he's all, "How come I'm not in, uh, in charge of Wayne Enterprises? And you were supposed to do that. And I paid you a small fortune." And he does the coolest thing ever where mm-hmm. he's like he's, he's like I paid you a small fortune and you think this somehow gives you power over me and then he drops his <laughs> and then he drops his hand yeah. on his shoulder and he's all I'm in charge here he drops his hand he's all do you feel in charge like, like
1: it just he's just towering <laughs> he's, over he's, he's him he's oh really good. it's and, so and good and you have to say he does um, a great performance taking into account that half his face is covered we don't see his mouth that's, so- that's it it's just his eyes. and still, it's a great performance. i wonder I wonder if the if th- that's his voice from from the filming from the actual filming, or if if he dubbed himself afterwards. Do you know this?
0: so fact? i I believe when they I don't know if it was on the initial r- release. Or, uh, you know, the beginning, I wish we can talk about too, where they've got the plane hijacking. Yeah. I love that plane hijacking. Yeah, I know it's you do. It's great. And I think w- they, they put that out as a quote-unquote trailer in front of, I can't remember what movie it was, but if you went to go to the theater, you got to see that, you know, five, six-minute opening or whatever. And I believe a lot of people were overwhelmingly uh, complaining Uh, I phrased that wrong. There was overwhelming complaints (laughs) about not being able to understand what he was saying because it was so muffled and they, I believe they went back and he either re-recorded it or they they cleaned up the audio so you could understand what he was saying. Because that was actually a complaint I had when I went and saw it. One of the reasons that was hard for me, I was sitting like first row. And when oh, you go first row, first row in a movie, a thing. hate no, sitting first no, row. No, but no. I would have hated not seeing it on first night uh, more. So I remember <laughs> being distracted. I couldn't hear him very well. And uh, I remember that kind of taking me out of the movie. But like I said, on subsequent viewings, I really love the character. And I thought his performance was it's fantastic. Amazing. It's right? amazing. Um, I've got one of my close buddies who hates the voice. I don't know why hates the hates, voice. Hates the voice. <laughs> oh, I got a little Arabic there. Um, a, and, the Spanish in you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rolling <laughs> my R's. Um, but I, 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 love the voice. I love the sort of. It, it works sounds,
1: for me. I think is the best, best, the best on his performance by far the voice. Obviously,
0: when Gotham is in ashes, you got my permission to die. I, I, do a terrible Bane. You're just being kind. <laughs> <You know>? So, <laughs> uh, fun. so oh. that was you know. We'll, we'll give Bane a, a thumbs up. Yes. I, I I thought he yes. played a credible threat. Yeah, um, it's scary as fuck. And we, we touched on Catwoman was great. Mm-hmm. Um, a, another complaint for me, it was a Batman movie, right? Mm-hmm. Batman's in the movie for like twenty minutes. This was a <laughs> near three hour movie. Oh For me, I was like a little Batman, bit. Batman? Like, you
1: mean you mean the costume?
0: Yeah, like like okay. he, he don't see him in the costume no. very much. No, and that
1: Pete that the pit. Pe- uh, sequence and he trying to get out of that well, the hole and the jump, and it is like, "Where's Batman?"
0: Yeah, I know. Like, like I, I, ah! I, I would like to see Batman, but, oh. um, the, but when and to that uh, being how it was presented, it does make it more special when he does show up in in costume. Okay. And that's that, the way I've seen it. Okay. He's he spends you know almost <laughs> the entire third act. In the in the uniform and uh, uniform, I love it. Sorry, uniform <laughs> in, in the Batman outfit. Well, he's and... a
1: soldier now. Of so,
0: uh, all right. What else? What else? What do you want to? Well, I
1: have to say, from this movie being the the by far the most flawed of the three, I also had a, is the the one that I had most fun watching because I laughed. I laughed at it a few times, hmm. and and that made it. Entertaining for me, it was not the one that I've enjoyed the most, but it was the most, in a way, the I, most. So when you say laugh, when
0: you say laugh,
1: you saw me. No, laugh, no, no, eh? hold on.
0: When you say laugh, you think about silly things that are silly. We're like, well, that that didn't come in out way, the way yes. they were trying to. That, that that didn't come out the way they were trying to present it. In now, a way, yes. The de- the death scene for. Yeah. Uh, the one character we shall not name at this point. <laughs> that's laughable. What what other points made you
1: laugh? I don't know. It was, it was fu- not funny, but it was more fun to... I guess more than laughing, it was screaming at it. I I find screaming at movies that don't really make much sense like my, my brain trying to make sense of movie movies that are not working for me is one of my most favorite Sports. Okay. So screaming, screaming at movies. Much like,
0: much like you love red letter media and best yeah, of the worst. Exactly.
1: And screaming at movies that make no sense to me is it's it's a lot of fun. So in a way, this movie was a bit more fun than the other ones, that, right. which doesn't mean it's the one that I enjoyed the most because I, I also think is the is the weakest of the three. But again, but still, still it had so many
0: great things. Like yeah. the uh, I thought the final act. Uh, I love the chase scene where. They've got the uh, we've got the ticking clock with the bomb that's going to go off, right? Um, and they're then they're trying to chase it down to disable it. And you've got Batman in the in the they, they call it the bat in the movie, but it's the Batwing. I, I I love that. <laughs> I love that again. Um, that was not a, a completely computer generated uh, sequence. They actually had that full size. And when it's flying down low, they've just got it on a big mm-hmm. gimbal. Mm-hmm. And then of course. They get rid of all the you know the truck and everything that's driving around. I thought it looked great. I loved. um, uh, I love that. I think this movie had stakes. I.
1: It's enjoyable. I wasn't sure if Batman was going to make it or not. It's an enjoyable mess. I'm going to say that
0: it's an enjoyable mess. Now I do have a complaint. Okay. And I understand why they chose to do it Um, out of respect for the passing of Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. They said right off the bat, the Joker is not going to be in this movie. They're not going to recast him. And, and I respect that. And and there is going to be no mention of the Joker. I, I, I wish they would have made a mention. I wish they would have either, you know, um, once things started to go sideways and like there's a scene where Bane releases all the prisoners from Blackgate Prison uh, that you could have had somebody in makeup or whatever, just, just, just a hint in the background, mm. or at least a, a a nod to like the Joker's skipped town, the Joker's out of here.
1: You you would have, would you rather have someone just mention Joker instead of just having someone portraying? Because I that's what I think they didn't want to do, have someone else in head Ledger's. I wish there would have been mentioned. in the background. I wish there
0: would have been. Mention.
1: I agree. I agree. A mention as as honoring ledger
0: There there is a nod in the movie I did I, I don't know if I pointed out to you there's there's a scene right at the end and they reveal the statue of Batman mm-hmm. and the the camera kind of cranes up and it's looking down and when you take a look at the way the seats have been arranged, it looks like the Joker's face. Because at the bottom of the screen, you've got a row of seats that are kind of in a oh. smile and the carpet's red. And then you've got a couple seats that are positioned. I missed that. I'll, I'll show it to you. It, yeah, sure. To me, it's like, okay, that looks like they're like, hey, a little a little nod to the the Joker.
1: Because but- I learned today that Het Ledger didn't see the yeah, you didn't the, know that the, the movie finished. He, yeah, he, he died before the movie was out. I he, didn't know that, and it kind of br- broke my heart a little bit.
0: He never got to. He told
1: me this a bit before second recording. Second before we hit record, and yeah, I was so like, "What? Really? He d- couldn't. He couldn't. Oh,
0: never got to appreciate Damn. the success of uh, his career-defining. So, so tragic. His career-defining um, role, yeah. and and that's another thing too. And when whenever I go back to the Dark Knight, that final conversation that takes place between Batman and Joker as he's hung upside down, which I, I think it's yeah. a cool visual because he's hung <laughs> upside down, but they flip the camera around. So he's looking right side up mm-hmm. and uh it ends with him laughing because he's like, you may have caught me, but you haven't beaten me because I've, you know, corrupted your white knight. And he's laughing and and, and then it cuts out. I'm like, fuck, that's it. That's and all it, we, that's all we get. And
1: in a way, I love the fact that we don't see Joker die. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that even oh, they're gonna become a bit dramatic right now. Do even it. even though Ed Ledger died and left us, and we won't see him any of his work ever again, the fact that his most memorable character doesn't die, even though he's a villain, it I think it's a great. Obviously, they didn't know this, but it's it's a great take that kind of honors what he did we, I, lo- we lost him but the joker still lives i also I and also... that's why i love that they don't mention if the joker's dead or or alive on the third movie because he's in my heart at least he's still alive
0: yeah and, and i
1: want him to live
0: i i, I you know I think what i mean i think it's cool too which um, just from a storytelling point of view, mm. um, you take a look at those original Batman movies from the uh, '90s and uh, moving forward, they would always kill the villain. Yeah. Whereas, whereas in the comic books, it's
1: like a rule. Yeah. Like, like got to like,
0: kill the villain. Yeah.
1: That like evil needs to die. Which not I, anymore.
0: Which which I, I I thought well fuck well then you're totally eliminating any chance for this villain to come back and in the Nolan trilogy. Um, they don't necessarily just kill every villain. Like the Joker lived, uh, the Scarecrow lived, and yeah. the Scarecrow is in every single in every no- movie, which yeah. is kind of cool. Even just the little cameos. cameos and I liked yeah. his cameo in The Dark Knight Rises, playing the the I judge at the kangaroo court That's sort so, of that, setting. That
1: was cool. When I saw him, I was like, Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, he's got some charisma. I I, I,
0: I like that aspect. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, we've had a we've had a pretty good run here. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else you want to do as far as kicking around my favorite franchise?
1: <laughs> I didn't want to do this. I, and I knew this was going to be a hard episode to make. Do
0: you know what? You weren't as bad as I thought you'd be. Okay. I thought you'd be a lot, okay. a, a, a lot harsher. I want to
1: respect what you feel about these movies because I have deep irrational love for, for movies that are not... Loved by everybody. Can can we mention Dune again? <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta see this episode without the mention of Dune. And since I know what I don't think feels... we mentioned it last
0: episode, but I'm not sure. I don't remember.
1: Oh, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure
0: that we did. Yeah.
1: Since I understand how someone can emotionally connect with the movie, and that's one of the reasons why you take it so personally when we. When we disagree on this and I, I I I'm not I criticize it. I get it. I, I get it. I get it because I, I I get the
0: emotional connection.
1: And I do too with other movies. So that's why I wanted I wanted you to present the the, the movies that you love, expressing everything that you feel about them without necessarily being too well can I can I know?
0: <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, wait, hey, please <laughs>
1: Now that makes for a good
0: podcast, like (laughs) two people arguing.
1: No, I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to say that I do think you got to see this trilogy. It's a trilogy that's worth watching. And there's a a lot of good cinematography in it. There's a lot of good. Even though I'm not a huge fan of Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale. I'm not a big fan of either of them. Which takes part of my, my... my appreciation for do you them. Know what, do you know what we we always in comparison all was... to what you what you feel about them? But we, we hold on before you go any okay, further. Sorry, okay, to cut you off. Sure. Uh,
0: I think we would be remiss, uh, and we almost made it through the podcast without touching on it. Uh, these are my favorite movies. Uh, Christian Bale. Uh, I love his performance. I'm not going to say like he's my absolute favorite Batman because I love each each actor brings a different thing mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. But we do have to make slight mention. He does have the worst Batman voice. <laughs> I, I can't I, because
1: I, because the the voice is a big part of Batman. Yeah, obviously, I, 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 I Who would you say is the best Batman voice?
0: I think the best. Uh, I bet the, the best blah, Batman blah, 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 blah. voice um, is is Michael Keaton. Okay, because he just plays it low. I think the best interpretation of the Batman voice is the the Ben Affleck one because it's modulated. Okay, it's it's like a, a modulator, and I'm like, that's smart. That makes sense. Right? You're, you're
1: my Batman expert, so I, I trust you. No,
0: I'm just super passionate about it, and that's that's. I think everyone has. Which something.
1: makes you a little expert in whatever you're passionate <laughs> okay. about. So sorry, we all are.
0: You were you were getting on to discussing why this was the the best Batman series ever, <laughs> and why everybody needs to see it.
1: And it's if you like comic book movies, if you like superheroes if you like Christopher Nolan then you gotta see this movie if you don't you probably also gotta see this movie
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah my my opinion of them is tinted by what I don't connect emotionally with the director or the actor because I'm not a big fan and that's also why I they don't stick with me as much as they do for you but watching them with you made me appreciate them way more and i thank you for that
0: yeah this is i mean how's
1: that how's that are you i how's that
0: I'm I, I, you know what acceptable okay. acceptable i was prepared to <laughs> i was prepared to you know fight with you because i thought this was going to be a lot uglier than it was but no. you were very you were very fair you yeah. were very fair so
1: I, i'm trying to be respectful and and yeah enjoy the good because every Behind every movie, there's a huge team of people trying to make the best they can with what they have, and that's a lot of art and talent involved. And I want to respect that and what you feel about them.
0: Great, excellent, excellent. Put a put a bow on it, and we're done. <laughs> so, okay, uh, as we're as we're wrapping up and getting on out of here, what's next? Oh, your pick.
1: We're close to Christmas, right? Yes we might
0: Well, close to Christmas when it's going to come to releasing these. It's oh, Where is it right now? It's uh it's November. Was it 14th? So, yeah,
1: whatever. No one needs to know. Oh, okay. Whoever people are going to listen to this. From... We recorded this Who yesterday. Knows this? exactly. <laughs> so, I think I'll have something Christmassy? Christmassy in a very special way. You'll oh, see. What is Let's it? See. Um, do you want to, you want me to reveal it now? Oh,
0: we've been doing it so far. We, okay, we...
1: so this 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 movie that is not Christmassy. It's not Christmassy. It's specifically Christmassy. Okay, is but it that Die Hard? I, I've seen it. Uh, I know you've seen it, and we want to watch it in in Christmas as well. But this movie for some reason cuz i am from spain you guys know this uh, for some reason it was played in spanish television every year around christmas since i was a very little kid so i i so used, you always associate it
0: with christmas so
1: i used to watch it every year around christmas so i associate it with christmas okay and it's the towering inferno what <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's hold a- on, hold on. let me get this
0: straight. So in Spain, <laughs> in Spain, the equivalent of It's a Wonderful Life for you was The Towering Inferno?
1: There was not. it was not the only movie played on TV, but it was one of those movies that for whatever reason was okay. played in TV around Christmas. So every time I've watched it, I watched it every year. I loved it because, because it's an amazing movie and, okay. it, and I associated with Christmas for these reasons. So I've, I've, if I you guys
0: want to be put in the holiday spirit, <laughs> come, and jo- come and join us for a review of you guys to The Towering Inferno. As an
1: adult, I kept watching it. Every time I watched it, I watched it a thousand times. It was always around Christmas because for that reason. So I'm going to make you watch it, and we're going to talk about it because All you right. haven't seen it, and I think you should see it.
0: S- sounds good. Uh, <laughs> join us for a very very Christmassy Towering <laughs> Inferno episode. Uh, until then, again, uh, we're doing this. Uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying. Join it if if you like the show. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at You Got to See This. That's the letter U. Got to See This PC as in podcast. Uh, you can follow your hosts at uh, I'm at Dan Mackles and you are.
1: Okay, infografía. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you can find that is. It, you can find it uh, on our on our Twitter page. And yeah, if, if you like the show, please uh, you know maybe write us a review. Give us a five star rating on. You or not YouTube? Sorry. uh, (laughs) Give us a five star review everywhere. Everywhere you want. Apple Podcasts and and especially
1: let us know what you guys think about the movies we talk about because we'd love to know your opinions as well. Yeah, that's that's what we're looking for. All
0: right. uh, Until then, uh, yeah, get out there and see some movies, people. Exactly. All right. Talk to you later.
1: Bye.